Well, here we come now, and we're starting part five of our study on the Sermon on the Mount. And this section is, is uh, entitled Destined for the Throne. And this first part has a government health warning. Because everything about the Christian life hurts. If it doesn't, I question whether you're really walking the walk, not just talking the talk. It hurts to heal. It hurts to go on with God. And these messages carry a warning. They may seriously hurt you, but their purpose is to heal you of the leprosy of sin as it manifests in the centrality of the self-life. A subtitle could be Many Turn Back from Following Him. The further we go on in this study, the more likely we are to lose people. Many turn back from following him when they really got the import of what he was saying and will be just the same. You find that in John 6, verses 60 and 66. Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? And verse 66, From that time many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Dying to live, giving to receive, going the extra mile, turning the other cheek, developing the art of self-forgetfulness is not exactly what they were looking for. We're the same. We're looking for the easy way with reward. There's no point in denying it. We want come to Jesus and get our needs met. All of them. And can we have them now, please? No difficulties, security, pension rights, house, car, playing, happy families. When we start looking at discipleship, it really is rubber hit road time. He's looking at character, conduct and influence. We're looking for a cut across the park with all the benefits of breast in the tape except that we just disqualified ourselves, we cut across the park. What Jesus says is not designed to get multitudes to follow him. In fact, his demands sometimes repel and offend us, but he doesn't chase us. He lets us make our own minds up about whether we go the whole distance or not. He lays down the cost of following him all the way very clearly. What man, building a tower or going to war, etc. He wasn't looking for numbers. He was after quality, not quantity. He was looking for those who would be devoted enough to him to actually put into practice what he taught. There is no condemnation if you choose not to follow, but your choices are critical because they have to do with identity, destiny and purpose, not salvation. Once saved, always saved. This is about following hard after and eventually Reward for a job well done. I do need to warn you that it really isn't going to get any easier from now on. When we really come into forgiving those who hurt us and our families without wanting any revenge or retaliation, giving them a piece of our minds or what we think they deserve, but really can bless them and mean it, we've come some way to understanding what the love of God is like for all men and we will begin to develop the mind of Christ. Forgiving, as I've said before, doesn't mean you make a bosom pal out of someone who's done damage to you and your reputation or abused your child. It means you've let them go, released them from the debt you felt they owed and are free within yourself to bless them and mean it. Lord, do not lay this sin to their charge, Stephen said as he was being stoned to death. You'll find that in Acts seven sixty. But if you allow him, God works this in and we work it out in everyday life. But it's hard, very hard. You can get bitter or better. 
You get to choose. You experience death on the instalment plan. It goes directly against everything in the natural man. And if I told you anything different, I would be selling the message short. So if you're ready, we can resume our journey into the very heart of God himself. And remember, winners never quit and quitters never win. I don't need to ask which you are. Let's go, shall we? Beat you to the top. <laughs>